hey, hey, you guys, it's your girl, Vet Green, doing what I do, and you guys know what that is, unpacking. You guys, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I really appreciate all the support that you guys have been giving me. I appreciate all the kind words that you guys send me. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I'm putting it out into the galaxy. Thank you. Thank you so much. I receive it. I appreciate you guys so much. I really do. You don't know just how much your words mean. You you know, we all go through some things and a lot of times, you guys, your words help pick me back up. You feed into my soul. You know, I try and feed into you guys, but sometimes my cup runs empty and your words help fill me back up. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I just want to love on you just for a few moments and say thank you guys. Thank you guys. I am trying to push through everything that's going on in this world because I I found my purpose. You know, this is my purpose. I need to think and grow so that I can bring other people along. I want to reach one so I can teach one because this thing called life, you guys, (laughs) there's some challenges in it. There's a lot of challenges in it, but I know for a fact that whatever we grow through will only help us grow, you guys. It'll help us reach the next level in our lives. I believe that. I know that. Because I'm doing this. I'm doing this work. I'm doing this work, you guys. And every time I learn something, I'm going to share that with you. I am going to help you guys as I'm helping myself. And if you guys continue to follow me and you're listening to this message right now, I'm doing this work for us. And I hope that you do it for you so that you can reach someone and teach someone because this is a group effort, you guys. This is a tribe that we're building right now. You know, I'm looking at the state of the world and... This coronavirus, you guys, this virus is teaching us a lot about ourselves right now. You know, that there's been so much hate in this world that this is definitely a reset. This is going to make everyone acknowledge the wrongs in their life because we have to stop. We are all pausing right now. We are forced to stay in the house. We are forced to look at our lives. We have to. You know, when I think about everyone in this world and how this world has made it an issue to be your true self, how people have made other people feel worthless because... To them, they aren't normal. But what's normal? Your normal is not the next person's normal. You know, and we spew so much hate because a person dares to be different. And then you look at the wars that's going on. 
and these weapons that's being built to destroy this world, this beautiful world that we've been blessed to live in. You guys, nothing that's done does not come without a consequence. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. You can't kill the environment that you live in and not expect it to fight back. Those bombs that are sent to these countries and they're set off, they don't just happen and 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 there's not a consequence to that. You guys, these are toxins that are, that are being put into the environment. That you if you guys understand how energy works. Energy never disappears. It just goes into a a different form. Think about water. If you take water and and you put it in the freezer, it's going to turn into a solid. If you sit it on the counter, it's going to melt. It melts and it seeps into whatever surface it's in. It's not disappearing, you guys. Nothing ever disappears. So when you think about these wars and and these bombs that's going into these countries, you guys, we're, we're... We gotta, we we have to change, you guys. We have to change. I was listening to Idris Elba and his girlfriend talked to Oprah the other day. And he said something that resonated with me. He said that, and this is not word for word, but basically what he was saying is that the earth has set this virus to get rid of the things that's killing it. You know that humans are the only species that literally will kill the environment that they're supposed to live in. How did we get here, you guys? How did we get to a point where Hate is the driving force for humankind. How did we get here? How did we get to a point where the president of our country, America, does not realize that he's actually supposed to lead people, humans, How do we get to a point where we have kids killing themselves because of the hate that's been surrounding them? How do we get to a point where depression and anxiety and mental illness are ruining lives? You guys, I, I've i been watching this show, Ozark. 
If you haven't watched it, it's a really, really good show. I just finished up the third season. And there was a scene in the show where Wendy, one of the main characters, she's dealing with her brother who suffers from mental illness. And I don't want to give too much of the show away, but there's a scene where Wendy and her brother are in the car and he's had a mental breakdown and he's he's crying and his character is crying so hard that she being the sister she she she's feeling for him and she realizes that she really can't help him and in the scene you can see the love that she has for her brother And if you've ever dealt with anyone with mental illness, that that it's challenging. That's a very challenging thing to be the caretaker and also the person dealing with mental illness. That scene in the car took me back to 2010, you guys, when I had a nervous breakdown. I was losing my mind, you guys, because I couldn't deal with my reality. My reality at that time was I was suffering from who I was. I didn't know what my identity was anymore. You know, I was no longer the wife that I had knew to be. So I didn't know how to deal with not being with my husband anymore, who I had been with since I was 18 years old. On top of that, financially, I was broken. So there was a time in 2010 where... I couldn't get out of bed and I had to be checked into a mental institution and my uncle and his wife, my uncle daddy, had came to the house to get me, to drive me to the hospital and I remember sitting in my room when they came in there, the the lights were off, I was literally sitting in the dark because I didn't want to see the sun. I couldn't face that day. It was a lot of work for me to even get out the bed, to get in the shower, to get ready to go to the hospital. I remember getting in the shower and literally leaning up against the wall because I was so depressed that I couldn't stand up. If you've ever dealt with depression, depression will affect every cell in your body, you guys. You literally feel like you're carrying around a a bag of sand. To lift my arm up, to wash my face, 
was a challenge for me. To lift my leg up, to get in the shower, felt like I was lifting up a 500-pound weight and dragging it in the shower with me. It was challenging. So challenging. So when my uncle did come and they put me in the car, you guys, I crumbled. I crumbled in the back seat of the car. And watching that scene with Wendy and her brother and her brother crying, it took me back to that place. I I talk about it and I do unpack, but I don't stay in that place, you guys. And watching that scene took me back to 2010 and those feelings, that weight. I remember feeling as if I had a weight in my heart. Depression, you guys, is real. I know a lot of people may not be able to understand what that feels like if you yourself have never dealt with it. But if you know someone that's dealing with depression or any type of mental illness, I I just ask you guys to empathize with them a little bit because that's not a place anyone truly wants to stay in and it can be very difficult to lift yourself out of it so as I'm watching that scene you know I, I, I was unpacking and I went through a few emotions I went back to 2010 and all of those feelings the weight of the hurt that I was going through. I I went back there. And at the end of me unpacking that scene of me in the car, you guys, I also felt empowered because I literally, literally felt like, you know what, that what you did was you were laying down in a pool of darkness and you lifted yourself out of it. I felt my body lift out of that mess, you guys. And I felt empowered. I felt empowered because here I am today and I'm able to acknowledge what I went through. And I'm able to empower myself because I know that, yes, you went through a lot. That was a very difficult time in your life. But look at you today. Look at you today. When you feel that depression trying to sneak back up on you, you're able to identify it and you're able to unpack your emotions and pinpoint what's bothering you. And yes, Bet, you may sit in it for a little while, but you don't stay there because you know now that you have the power. I seek help, you guys. I seek help within myself. And if I need to, I talk to somebody about it. Because that's that's something that takes time to get out of, you guys. I don't want anyone that's listening to this to feel bad if you're in a depressed state right now. What I 
would like you guys to do is to work through what's making you depressed. What's what's keeping you in that dark place? Because what I found myself is if I don't face what's wrong with me, it will keep coming up and, and I start to suppress it. And the more you suppress it, the deeper down in that depressed state you get. I know that it's challenging to put all of your stuff out there and to actually look at it with a microscope. But you guys, if I can't tell you guys that it helps, I would be lying. If I told you guys that, yes, it will bring tears to your eyes. And some of those days you'll be, you know, in a corner somewhere crying. But you guys, in that corner that you're crying in, you can also stand up. You still have the ability to stand up. Picture yourself doing it. As you're unpacking your life and you're going through the trauma that you face, picture yourself balled up on the bed, crying. Picture yourself balled up in the corner, crying. But I also want you to picture yourself standing back up. Picture yourself standing back up because it's possible. I did three, three inpatient Three times I was an inpatient in the psychiatric center. Three times, you guys. This woman that you're listening to right now. Three times I tried to take my own life. But this woman that you're listening to now is empowering herself. And you can do it too. I went from broke to broken to even more broke to now I'm fixing myself. I'm fixing my life. Nothing that we go through, you guys, is going to break us and keep us broke unless we choose to stay in that in that in that mindset. Everything that I've gone through in my life has brought me to this place where I am right now. It's helped bring me to this place where I am right now. I think about the days where just to get through my day, I had to take Lortabs and Klonopin just to get through my day. And now... I can get through my day with just putting it in my mind that, that you are going to get through this. You are going to get through this. I am pack, you guys. And yes, yeah, some of those days, you know, it, it will pause me. Like last week, I was paused for about two or three days. I was. But I was also forcing myself to do a little bit. Get up get out the bed, get in the shower. Those were goals that I was setting for myself because I felt that spirit of depression trying to sink in. You know, if you guys follow me, you know that 
my oldest daughter, she deals with depression. And to see her dealing with that has been challenging for me. And there's some days where I don't want to get out of bed. You know, I lay there. I get up early. I'm usually up by 530 at the latest. And some days last week, I laid in the bed and I was telling myself, you're not going to get out the bed today. You're not going to get I don't want to get out the bed. This is what my negative thoughts were thinking. You don't want to get out the bed. But each day I got out of the bed, you guys, and I got in the shower. Because for me, tasks like that, those tasks that may seem minute to you, are huge for me. Because there were days where I couldn't do that. There were days where I couldn't get out of my bed, you guys. So if you're listening to this right now, and that's you, I ask you to get out the bed, get in the shower. Even if you're going to sit at your kitchen table, get out the bed, get in the shower. Look outside. I pray that there's a sunny day for you because that helps. Give yourself that. And each day, you guys, set a goal for yourself to push through. Each day that you push through one thing, set another goal for yourself for the next day. Add to the goal that you've already accomplished. This coronavirus, you guys, can be a setback for many people who are dealing with mental illness because you're forced to be away from people and everyone does not have a support system that they can rely on. So check in on people, you guys, because this thing is real right now and mental illness It is real. You know, a lot of people cannot bounce back from the trauma that they faced in life. I've seen people not be able to bounce back from that hurt and pain. And I don't want that for myself and I don't want that for you guys. So you guys, I'm going to end it with that. Um, If you guys are listening to this and you follow me on Instagram, if you guys ever have any questions, please reach out to me. Please reach out to me because we're in this together. You know, this is my purpose. I answer my DMs on Instagram as long as you aren't trying to like be disrespectful or I'm not trying to date on Instagram, you guys, you know, if you really want someone to talk to, you know, and don't come with the BS, just DM me. I may not see it right away, but I I do answer 
my messages. So, you guys, we're in this together. And I, I also want to take some time out to acknowledge our essential workers. You guys are, thank you. Thank you. This is acknowledgement to the people working in the hospitals, the grocery stores, the the ambulance workers, you know, anyone that has to be out right now, thank you. I appreciate you guys. I had to go to the grocery store yesterday and it it's it's different. Our new norm is going to be different, you guys. This this is the grocery store workers had a plastic casing shielding them from us. Shielding them from us. We have to shield ourselves from each other. That's where this world is right now. Yeah. I I can't imagine having to work right now and that not be mentally draining. You know, my son... My uncle, I I have friends who are essential workers. And for me, it's mentally draining just knowing that they have to be out there. But for them, I can't even imagine what that feels like, you guys. So if you know someone that's an essential worker, just acknowledge them. You know, call them up. You don't know what they may be going through because... This is mentally draining on us for sure, but when that's your job and you have to do your job, that's even more mentally draining on that person. So, you guys, I love you. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I do. Love you.